25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks in The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo! Oh, hum. Just another show. That's all it is. Oh, hum. Big deal. Anything happening? Man, I'm bored. Sure is slow around here. Damn. Nobody calling? (laughs) Wow! Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin in the same conference... In the same state, Lane Kiffin just tweeted, the official Lane Kiffin Twitter account, at Lane underscore Kiffin, tweeted, welcome to the state, old pirate and friend, at Coach Leach, at SEC, hashtag swing your sword, hashtag egg bowl. Austin is... um, Commenting that he that Coach Cohen called him a savant, <laughs> same ways, same thing he said about Coach Moorhead. <laughs> People to bring up anything. Uh, welcome in. I'm in. I'm in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance, local agents, hometown heroes, in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. Can't wait. We're now getting pictures tweeted of John Cohen and Mike Leach together. Arm in arm. This is what I wanted to bring up to you. Jake Wimberly, that hosts The Drive in the afternoons here on 105.9 WRKS The Zone, uh, there's not a better, uh, more plugged in, more efficient, harder working afternoon radio host throughout the state of Mississippi. Jake's been on top of this. If you look at Jake's Timeline. He is at Jake Wim. Jake Wim on Twitter. If you look at his timeline, he's been on this. He even wrote an article on his website last night that Cohen's got to hire Mike Leach. But nine hours ago, Jake tweeted this stat. He goes, early morning stats you probably didn't know. Last three years. Coming into 2019, Saban and Swinney, the most top 25 wins in college football. Guess who has a better top 25 record than D'Antonio, Franklin, Jimbo Fisher, Harbaugh, Malzahn, and Dan Mullen? That would be Mike Leach. How about that stat? But even more important than stats like that are things like this. This morning um, at 6 a.m., This morning at 6 a.m., I sent out a tweet, and it's a quote graphic of Mike Leach. A quote that I found from him, I tagged Jake in it. 
I'm going to wait till Roger gets off the phone because I really want him to hear this. I'm going to give you the quote tweet. If you're texting the show, know this. Roger and I are reading all of the texts. We are having a hard time getting them all in, but we're reading all of them. But I tweeted this quote from Mike Leach at 6 a.m. this morning. Quote, and then we worry about the Kardashians. How can it be that we laugh about England's obsession with the royal family? At least the royal family has college degrees and military service. <laughs> That's, you can't argue with that. You cannot argue with that. Uh, let me get into some of the uh, Periscope comments here. I'll do that. I want to make sure I'm trying to be fair to as many as I can. Um, Taylor on Periscope said, I mean, Mike Leach is a great fit anywhere. He's got the best sense of humor, and fans will love him. Eric says, this is awesome. Sean said, hail state. Uh, another Eric says, I can't believe this happened. Taylor says, Mike Leach will make us a unique football team for sure. Voice of Bearcat says, I hope he keeps Coach Stoops. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, you mean Shoop, Coach Bob Shoop, the defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see. No doubt about it. And then um, Philly Dog is saying that Will Rogers, the freshman quarterback signee, is going to get a chance to sling it around, and he will get that opportunity. Facebook comments, I'm coming to you shortly. Just hang in there with me. Right now on the Divinity Equipment phone, it is Don hanging on in Jackson. Hey, Don, what's up? Hey, Matt. First of all, I just want to say yours is the best talk radio show on this station. Uh, the morning show don't really take callers. Uh, the second hour uh, deviate from the programming, and, and then Jake's pretty good in the afternoon drive, but I rarely hear it now because I'm not on the road at that time. But I did want to uh, say that I enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, I'm an Alabama fan. Hell, my daughter's name is Crimson. Uh, but I'm going to say this, and uh, I, I think this is a great hire for State. It is a great hire for the SEC. I think the SEC commentator, Gary Danielson, is, is one of the best. And he made a comment during the SEC championship game that to be a winner now, you've got to have an offense. You've got to be able to score points. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, with the SEC West now having uh, the dynamics going on at LSU and the turnaround there, Alabama's still going to throw the ball. You know that Ole Miss and State's going to throw the ball. Uh Man, I see this as nothing but a positive for the conference. And again, while I'm an Alabama fan, I am a conference fan to the bone. And one last comment. <laughs> you know, I like Kirk Herbstreit. He sort of aggravated me year before last when he walked out of the uh, top four because Alabama got in and Ohio State didn't. And then during listening to the Ohio State-Clemson game, I mean, I it was almost like his rated climax in the first half because he was so more positive towards Ohio State than he was to Clemson. It was almost fitting that he had to crow at the end of the game. That's one thing about Danielson. Since he does not have SEC roots, he remains objective. Hey, thanks for the call, Don. Appreciate you, man. Um, let's try to do this. Uh, there are so many... Text messages here on the text line, 885-ESPN is the text number. That's a 601 number. So if you're watching the stream and you're out of town somewhere, it's just 601-885-ESPN. 
If you'd like to call me, uh, feel free. Call me like Don did. We'll put you on. ESPN the, reporting that uh, before he looked at State, he was looking at Arkansas. How about that? Wouldn't hmm. that have been? He was bound to determine getting the SEC somehow, right? All right, so um, give me a call on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. Here it is, 601-995-1059. 995-1059. Give me a call. Three Hump Camel on the text line says, disregard anyone who says Gary Danielson is one of the best. Tim says, uh, well, it's moving along here. Tim says, what? what? He's human. Tim, got to type it again. Got all fouled up there, fat fingers or something. <laughs> this is an interesting question from a ghost texture. Says, wonder what Schrader's thoughts are on this hire. White Denzel says, the pirate. Inject that into my veins. Let's get weird, baby. <laughs> uh, D said, the dude on the phone said, Climax. Johnny. Johnny Reb says, did he say his dogs or his daughter's name is Crimson? I, I don't know. He said daughter. He said daughter? Yeah. His daughter's name's Crimson. That's yeah. unique. That's unique. I have a family member who's had Basset Hounds for decades. They're on about their fourth one, and every one of them is named Saban. I, it couldn't be decades, so I must have exaggerated, right? Because he hadn't been there that long. Um, Ghost Texter, do you think Mike Leach will step his recruiting up since he's in the SEC now? Uh, it depends on the head coach, but it largely depends on the staff. So the staff that he puts together will be uh, big. More Bully says cancel Feinbaum today. Uh, I'll talk with Roger and see if that's something we can or want to do. And that is, do we want to stay here and take calls and preempt that? I don't even know if we can. I don't know if contractually we're allowed to do that. Uh, so we'll we'll just have to talk about it and consider it and see. Um, and that'll be a, a Roger and higher-ups call. Jeremy in San Antonio says, boom, <laughs> welcome to the Pirate. <laughs> uh, somebody said he already has his quarterback, Will Rogers. Uh, Ghost Texter says, thought this might be tied in after today's coaching news. Ha, first stop, Duck Hunt in Texas, hashtag Miles with Minshew. I've got somebody associated directly with the Gardner Minshew road trip, which involves uh, J.R. Burns, a, a best friend of his from Corinth, who I've gotten to know him and his family, and they've, they're sending me pictures on a duck hunt, and boy, did they ever kill some ducks! Hey, uh, so Roger, you see that that text there from uh, that we're looking at there? It's the fourth from the top. It's got the pictures of Gardner Minshew and those guys and the ducks. Nice. Will you text them back and ask them if we could um, distribute those photos? Are we allowed to tweet those photos? Because we get their permission, we'll send it out. And if not. If they tweet it, just let us know what Twitter account to look for, and we'll um, we'll just retweet that. That's pretty cool, though. All right, so here we go to the phones. Everybody's hanging on. We uh, got a bunch of guys hanging on, and I can't wait for this one. I'm so glad to hear from my friend Gator Greg on the Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment, the oldest Kubota dealer in the United States of America, all right here at home. That means I've been doing it better, longer than anybody else. Gator Greg, what's up, man? Can, can we call Mr. Sankey and maybe schedule Alabama, Florida, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss 
on the same day at Media Days next year. Please, I Mr. White, I'm going to come over there with you the day that the Pirate is there. Hopefully, Dan's there that same day. Be interesting to see that. I wanted to ask you personally, if you hadn't even thought about it, how are you going to prepare next year with this playbook? Are you going to get to call your friend Patrick Mahomes? Are we going to see him at Starkville and all season along with Gardner Minshew? You can get some background on that. I'm looking forward to you to calling that you personally on the air, just talking about the past plays and how they develop. I think it was a really good good move for Mississippi State. I'm happy for the fans. I hear a lot of people, uh, and that personally, I, as you as a broadcaster, uh, I, I want to know how you look forward to, you know, maybe being able, because you're an offensive guy, even though Mississippi State always been a running and defensive school. Kind of, I'm kind of curious what you think about those thoughts. And then your thoughts on maybe who you might bring in the defensive coordinator. Doing okay. a great job, Mr. Clyde, and you and Rod, you guys, and uh, hopefully your Chiefs should go to the Super Bowl. You have a good day. Chop, chop. Chiefs to the Super Bowl. That'd be cool. Great call, Greg. Thank you. Todd on Twitter says, the State currently have the personnel for the transition? You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily loaded with wide receivers, but um, you know, it could be. You know, we might get into it and see that it, it may be a two-year transition to make the full transition. But I'm interested, too, to go back and look at year one transitions for Mike Leach and the way he does his offense at the previous stops. Speaking of, real quick here, and we have time to do this. So he took over Texas Tech in 2000, and they went 7-6 and six that first year uh, and went to a bowl game. And so they were a 7-5 and five regular season team. And if I'm looking at that right, is that right? Yeah, they would have been a seven and five regular season team. So his record at Texas Tech those years, seven and six, seven and five, nine and five, eight and five, eight and four, nine and three, eight and five, nine and four, eleven and two in two thousand and eight, and uh then eight and four in two thousand nine. So his lowest win totals in any of those years at Texas Tech was the first two when he went seven wins in both of those. What's a nine win seasons at Texas Tech? At Washington State, um, they had a pretty solid run at Washington State. His first year, he was three and nine. The first year he took over at Washington State, 2012, they were three and nine. But then six wins and got to a bowl in year two. Three wins in year three, and then jumped up. Year four, they went nine and four. Year five, eight and five. Year six, nine and four. Year seven, which was last year, 2018, they went eleven and two. That was the Gardner Minshew team. This year they were a six and six team, and uh, now he's the new Mississippi State head coach. All right, we got permission to tweet those pictures. Looks like uh, Roger. So, you know, it might be I might try to do that during the break. I'll pull them down on my computer and send them out. Um, let's go to the phone. Bill is hanging on. Bill, you're up next. What's up, man? Hey, Matt. Uh- I was just telling Roger, I, I grew up in Washington State, and I, I know I know kind of the lay of the land, the, you know, what the folks are like up there, and I'm just telling you, it's, it's Pullman is very similar to Starkville. He's going to fit in just fine, and he's going to be able to recruit down here without a problem, and I'll bet you he hits the New Orleans area pretty hard. But uh, another thing I wanted to touch, so I think he's going to do fine recruiting, but another thing that, you know, Bo kind of touched on it in the morning, uh, he, if you look back at Texas Tech, and I, I don't know the rushing yards or anything like that, he's good at adapting to the personnel that he has. 
he ran the ball a lot at Texas Tech, and he still ran it some uh, when he first got to Washington. So I don't think he's going to have an issue with that, too. I think it's a great hire. I like it. Good. Well, um, I, I think it is, too. I mean, it just has the right feel, Bill. It really does. Thank you, man. And I think, look, we're, we are about to have, you know, inject this fun back into this rivalry thing. And, and what I love is that it's going to amp it up and Ole Miss is going to be on the right track with Kiffin. State's going to be really excited about the possibilities with Leach. And you've already gotten a tweet from one coach to the other. Welcome to the SEC. And so maybe you can get, maybe you can, maybe you can get this, you know, mix it up with each other, really compete yeah. with, without it being a contentious thing. Maybe we can have that. That would be a lot of fun. Will in South Dakota. What's up, Will? Man, it just got a lot warmer up here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not near as concerned about about the 30 inches of snow on the ground, but uh, 30 inches you, of snow. Good grief! I know it's it's unnatural. I just actually it was kind of funny because I've been in Memphis this week and landed. And uh, started getting text messages that that uh, we had hired Leach. And another little bit of irony is in the NFL Network, they're introducing Joe Judge as the uh, as Joe Judge's press conference for the Giants is on. So kind of kind of funny how things all fall out. But you know, Leach used to be on the ESPNU on Sirius XM for a while. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to him talk, a lot of what he says is is kind of cool because. He gives a lot of credit to his offense, the way he developed his offense, right. to Emory Ballard. Is that right? Yeah. I <laughs> He'll did not talk know that. about how it is, uh, his offense is a variation of the wishbone, and that Ballard was the king and the designer of the wishbone, and how he used to, you know, so I would bet you whatever amount of money you want to bet that tomorrow, there or Saturday or Monday, whenever the press conference is, he brings up Emory Ballard and the wishbone um, is a is a tide of state that he's always kind of watched. But anyway, I'm fired up. I think it's a super cool hire. Um, I think he's I think he's going to do good year one because if you look at the athletes that he's got coming in year one versus what he had year one in Washington. I think that's the or Washington State, excuse me. So I think he's going to do great. I'm fired up. You know, I think uh, most state fans are are uh, really, really pleased with it. And those that aren't wouldn't, you know, <clears throat> there'd be another group that wasn't pleased with whomever we hired. So sure. let's get on board and go go uh, go see what the air attack looks like in Starville. Yeah. Hey, great call. Thanks for listening in South Dakota, yeah. Will. We appreciate you, man. Dust off your copy of Swing Your Sword. Swing Your Sword. Might be the only head coach in Mississippi who's had a bestseller. I never did. Um, never read it. Yeah, I never did um, read that book. I mean, my I goodness. Yeah, this is really cool. Hey, so look, if you want to see what we were talking about, the picture of Gardner Minshew on Miles with Minshew, uh, look at my Twitter feed. It's uh, I'm Radio Wyatt at Radio Wyatt, and the guy on the left standing right next to uh, Gardner in the picture, the duck hunting picture, the guy on the left of the picture is J.R. Burns. J.R. was a star offensive lineman at Corinth High School and then played his college ball at Murray State in Kentucky. And I got to know he and his family there in Corinth recently. 
And he and Gardner are best friends. They met each other at one of the All-Star games they played together coming out of high school. And so um, that was JR's dad who sent us the pictures of the duck hunt on Miles with Minshew. So Waist check that deep out. in that water in those that gear they've got, man, that's the... I know it. Yeah. I know it. I wouldn't have seen them. <laughs> uh, I got a message uh, from TJ. He said Gardner Minshew will be recruiting for Leach. Great hire. Uh, let's go to Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona. What's up, Jason? Right, nothing much. I just not real sure how to feel about this. I mean, do we can we run out there with 11 wide receivers and no offensive line? Or, <laughs> um, you know, other than that, I don't really care. I just wish the state ROTC would get him, you know, off the pirate ship and put him in a tank. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Jason, put him in a tank. <clears throat> that a boy. D-Man on the text line says, uh, I'm just glad it wasn't Joe Brady. Go Tigers. I'll tell you this, D-Man, all the LSU fans better enjoy Joe Brady while you can. You know that saying, he's not long for this world? Joe Brady ain't long for Baton Rouge unless they make him the head coach in about five years. He's 30 years old, and just within the next few years, he will be a big-time head coach somewhere. He's going to be coordinator first. He'll make the move to one of these big programs. Who knows? He may be the next Alabama offensive coordinator, D-Man. What do you think about that? Now, listen. I told all of y'all to stick around, and the news broke, and I never got to it. Somebody commented on Facebook earlier today and said, I'm just glad it's not Butch Jones, the former Tennessee head coach. I want to say something about that. Not specifically Butch Jones, but something related to him. You need to hear it. We all need to hear it. Coming up. Roger, don't let me forget it because I'm bad about that. All right, that's coming up next in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. All right. Here we are, rolling along with you on the Divinity Equipment phone line. We've got Tim hanging on in Alcorn County. Do you all know where Alcorn County is? Anybody know the county seat of Alcorn County? It was a hotbed of Civil War activity. Extreme North Mississippi. I'm talking about bordering the state of Tennessee. I'm talking about... It's a hop, skip, and a jump to Shiloh National Battlefield. Really? Corinth, Mississippi. Hey, Tim, I appreciate you hanging on, man. What's up? Hey, Matt. Yo. It's Jim. Oh, Jim with a J. What's up, Jim? My bad. Jim from Corinth. Jim from Corinth. How you doing, man? Man, I'm just right. What do you think about this hire? I'm tickled to death. I've looked at his resume, and it's very impressive. I've never kept up with Mike Leach except to watch him uh, say a few crazy things on uh, <laughs> clips, news clips, and so forth. But, uh, hey, he's been very successful. He was 43-22 and 22 overall in the, uh, from 2015 to 18 in the Pac-12, 29-16 uh, in the conference. And he's been uh, coach of the year a couple of times, I think, at Texas Tech and also at uh, Pac-12. And he's also a doctor. He's got his Ph.D., so we <laughs> we got a good one, I think. Yeah, um, well, and here's the thing, Jim. 
in reality, any hire, whether it's Joe Moorhead or Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze or Mike Leach or any of them, on the day that they're hired, we have things we think, but none of us really know. None of us really know, and we're trying to base it on past resume. This is what I do know, is that I think this is really good for the rivalry. I think it's really good, and it and even though neither of these coaches that are in the state of Mississippi right now, Jim, have coached a ball game at these schools, what I do know is that this is the first time in many years where both fan bases in this state have been excited at the same time. How many years do we have to go back to find that, right? Five years? That's correct. And so I think we're about to have fun times again, one way or the other. I sure do. Hey, it's good to hear man, from I'm you. I'm glad I found you, man. Yeah, me too. for you. Me too. Call me Take anytime, care. Jim. You too, man. Take okay. care. On the text line, Jason says, Jim and Corinth, yes. <laughs> he used to call my other show and drive everybody crazy. But, yeah, like old Jim, I hadn't heard from him in a long time. Hadn't heard from him in a long time. And um, I'm getting word on the text line that it was actually uh, my buddy Henry Hamill from Farm Bureau Insurance who actually called the Miles for Minshew Roadshow and told Gardner Minshew that Mike Leach had been hired by Mississippi State. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? What a tangled web we weave. Uh, Here's a ghost texture that says, I love your show, The Heck with Fine Bomb. Go long, Matt. Here's a problem with that, though. I mean... Long way to go home. There are a lot of people... I do. I have a long long way to go home. and, And there are a lot of people, I think, who, you know, listen regularly... Uh, here on the zone, including to the Feinbaum show for a couple of hours before Jake comes on, who probably are going to be very interested to hear what is said for the first time in a while. Going to be very interested to hear what's said on the Feinbaum show. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know if that'd be the best decision or not. Here we go um, from Mobile Bay Bully. Will he keep Shoop and Buckley? Look, I I don't know the answer to that, but I would think for certain. That Terrell Buckley, you just have you have to find a way to keep him on staff. I think it's my opinion. Bob Shoup, defensive coordinator, keep that continuity. You're changing on the offensive side. Absolutely, keep him if you can. And and certainly uh, on your offensive staff, somehow, some way, keep Tony Hughes. I thought he did an excellent job with tight ends. Three Hump Camel says. Matt, are you conducting interviews to see who will fill in for your show on Monday press conferences? <laughs> we got to come up with a plan for sure because I will have to attend. If they continue to do those press conferences on Mondays, with a guy like Mike Leach, though, they almost would be better served maybe to move the Mississippi State presser each week to Tuesday to kind of have the day to yourself. Let everybody else go on Monday, which most of them do, and then, and then prop him out there, put him out there on Tuesday, I should say. All right, what do you think about this? Mike Leach is now the football coach at State. If you're just tuning in, let me give you a heads up. Roger, I don't even know if this is possible, but the audio of the John Cohen phone call and interview, it was really short. It was probably less than five minutes. Y'all, if you're tuning in here on the second hour of the show, if you're streaming it, the news popped out there on Twitter. I think I got a text that showed the Brett McMurphy tweet. This was after we came on the air at noon. And Brett McMurphy tweeted, looks like they're working on a deal. Right after that, John Cohen, the athletics director of Mississippi State, tweeted the video 
of the camera going up behind the pirate, you know, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, and then it cuts to a Mississippi State flag waving in the wind. So he kind of confirmed it. And then immediately we got on this show, John Cohen on the phone, on the Divinity Equipment phone line, live on this show. It was his first interview after breaking the news. We had him for literally right at it a little less than five minutes because John was waiting to step foot onto an airplane and I think head back this way. Not long after that, there was a tweet from John from the airplane, I presume, of a picture of him and Mike Leach together. So if we can, and, and Roger's working on it, if we can grab that audio, I want to replay John's comments after we got him on the phone, and we'll try to do that either in a few minutes or before the show's up today. We'll have a chance to do that. We're ready? Yeah. And at at 34 after, you think we got time to squeeze it in here, or should we wait until the next? I think it'll work either way, but okay. it might be better. Uh, why don't Hold we just it. tease it, and uh, that way we'll be able to get to it. Okay. So basically in about five minutes from right now, if y'all will hang on, We'll come back and play that audio for you. It's short. It's John Cohen's first uh, public interview after making the hire of Mike Leach, and you'll get to hear what he said earlier on this show. And here's an opportunity for me to uh, tip of the cap, everybody watching, listening on Facebook. Hey to everybody. Uh, it's so nice to see and read your comments. We read some of them during the commercial breaks. Um and as you see, I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, communicating and talking to each other during the live stream of the show. We couldn't possibly mention all of those, but we'll get to some. Hey, you think you could make it uh, Starkville by three fifteen? Who me? Or uh, the what? What's your, you go to the Golden Triangle Airport? That's a good question. Will they fly? We just in? got a listener. He said that Cohen's tweeted out photos of him and Mike signing the contract, saying he'll be back in Starkville with the coach at three fifteen. Three fifteen. Yeah. Okay. I'd have to buzz. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can make it in an hour and 15 minutes. We get off the air at 2 o'clock. So. Yeah. I actually have to go through Startwell anyway, though. I'm going to go through and stop in and see Adam and the guys at the Mississippi State Golf Course. I've been, you know, wearing their gear. I'm going to pick up some new stuff. Uh, so I was going to do that. So Lucky to be you. Yeah, I may. If he's going to do that, I may have a chance to kind of swing in there and see if it's possible to grab an interview. You never know. Okay, uh, here's what's funny. Here's a comment or two on the Facebook page, on the stream, Facebook Live. Somebody said, too many commercials, Matt. I don't know what that was. Somebody said, somebody said, too many commercials, Matt. And then a couple of comments later, they said, commercials pay the bills. <laughs> and I'm glad somebody understands that. <clears throat> Chad on the Facebook stream says, Matt, I'm not sure if you've seen the piece on ESPN where Mike Leach says that State had the best visiting locker room back in the day when he came to Starfall as an assistant. I did see that, and I hope it, I'm sure it's still out there. Mike Leach described the visiting locker room as so over-the-top bad <laughs> that he actually loved it and had great respect for it. <laughs> that was Kind of the way he worded it. And I can sh assure you that the stadium is much, much different than the last time that he was there, for certain. Okay, Matt on the uh, text line, 885-ESPN, if you want to text the show, 885-ESPN. Matt says, what do you anticipate will be the difference between Leach's offense and Moorhead's? That is a really good question, uh, Matt. I've watched some of the Washington State games the last couple of years, it, it largely is player-dependent. 
And so that's the thing. I think Leach is going to, especially year one, take a real close look at who are the personnel and what can they do, and that's going to determine what the offense looks like that first year. Stick around. Yeah, to everybody who has mentioned it on uh, the Periscope feed, on Facebook, on the text line, it is me who, for years and years on previous radio shows, when it was slow, I mean, it was a slow day, we didn't have news, or just for the heck of it, I always would play Mike Leach stuff. We'd listen to the six-minute rant on Bigfoot. You know, the deal where he got into this conversation about if if all the mascots in the Pac-12, you know, got after each other. Who would win? Yeah. He said, now, we're going to have to figure out what are the mystical powers of a sun devil. We can't just overlook that. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, I've been a longtime fan of Mike Leach's press conferences. No doubt about it. All right. Welcome back to the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Coming up, Jake Wimberly is in. We're going to talk with him in the studio in a sec. First, though, this is earlier in the show, hour number one, within, I would say, three minutes of John Cohen breaking the news that Mike Leach had been hired as the coach. He broke the news on Twitter. Within three minutes, we had him on the phone live on this show. It's his first public interview right after he made the hire. Let's listen in. Right now, we got just a couple of minutes with John Cohen, Mississippi State Athletics Director. Coach Cohen, I appreciate you joining me. Um, Looks like it's official. I saw your Twitter. It's Mike Leach coming to Starkville, huh? Yeah, I'm really happy. It's you know, it's it's been a really whirlwind. It's uh, since last Friday, and uh, you know, it's kind of a a watershed moment for Mississippi State. I, I believe we have the right person in place, and uh, really excited uh, about Mike uh, joining the Bulldog family. Uh, Coach, I know you're short on time, so you just—I mean—you just say bye whenever you need to. But I'm going to throw a couple of questions at you as long as I have time. Um, sure. What was the conversation initially like with Coach Leach? the first time you guys made contact during this this search? Well, that's a hard question to answer because there's, there's so much there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his knowledge of our institution was incredible. His knowledge of the SEC was incredible. His knowledge of football, both sides of the ball and special teams, uh, incredible. Um, this is a guy who, who just is a football savant. Um, you can't talk to somebody in professional or college football without them giving credit to Mike Leach inventing some part of their game. Um, so he, he's innovative, he's creative, um, and I, I think he's a guy, and I don't, I don't think, I talked to several of his players, he's a guy that young men have fun playing for, but they clearly understand that discipline, they clearly understand that uh, playing hard and being physical is part of playing for Mike Leach. Um, coach, is it? I mean, I know this is so fresh, and you just broke news on your Twitter feed. We told our listeners about it. This is John Cohen on your radio right now. Um, do we have an idea yet, like what's next, the first chance we're going to get to meet Mike Leach, or is that planning still taking place? No, uh, most of that is, is underway right now. Can't, can't be real specific yet, okay. but uh, we're going to be in Starkville uh, pretty soon, okay. and uh, we're going to let everybody – know about it and again it's it's a great day for mississippi state 
Okay. Um, John, uh, hats off to you. I know you got to jump on an airplane. I appreciate a little bit of time with you here um, and, and helping us break the news during our show. I uh, appreciate you doing that on Twitter. Hey, tip of the cat. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Matt. Hell State. Hell State. That's John Cohen. All right. That's earlier today, first hour, we talked to John Cohen. They had not gotten on the plane yet to fly home. Uh, he later tweeted, 3.15 Central Time, Brian Field, a plane carrying Mike Leach, and the folks should be landing back there. And so if you want to head on out, go check them out. Ring your cowbell, get a picture, sign in kissing babies. Or kissing babies, sign in cowbells. Which one is it? Kissing cowbells and signing babies. All right. Live in the studio right now, a real treat. Jake Wimberly, the host of The Drive in the afternoons here on ESPN The Zone. Jake, I wanted to get you in because, first of all, let's be honest, I follow you on Twitter. A lot of people do. You've actually been promoting this and kind of wanting this to happen for a couple of days now, it seems like, on your Twitter feed. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, selfishly, I wanted this. I wanted this for media. I mean, I wanted this for Mississippi State. I think I think it's a great marriage. You wrote at uh, your on your website, which is? Uh, CFBHourglass.com. CFBHourglass.com. You wrote and, and published it last night, and it said, John Cohen's got to hire Mike Leach. Why did you feel that way? Because I think Mississippi State, when you look back at the history of Mississippi State football, uh, Matt, that you're well tied into, um, Mississippi State is historically an under 500 performing team, like around 490% or 493 or whatever it is. The biggest jumps that Mississippi State had, they took chances and they had dynamic hires, guys that um, were bulldogs on the field, you know, bulldogs in the locker room, uh, guys that uh, like Cheryl and Mullen that were game changers and felt like Mississippi State needed a game changer. Not saying that Steve Sarkeesian couldn't have been a game changer. Not saying that uh, Gene Chizik couldn't have maybe been a game changer. But we know that Mike Leach has done game changing. He went into Lubbock, Texas. He went into you know to Washington State, and he was able to change programs that are very similar to Mississippi State. Well, and you tweeted out a stat that I was really kind of taken aback by, and that is the top twenty-five wins in terms of knocking people off. And he's got as many, as many of those top 25 wins at Washington State the last few years as a lot of names that you would expect, like the Penn States and the Michigan yeah. States and those kind of places. Yeah. And look, Curtis, uh, credit Chris Lowe for ESPN with that. He put that stat out before, okay. before okay. 2019. But yes, Mike Leach has more, uh, a better percentage of top 25 wins than Dan Mullen, than Gene Chizik, uh, than Gus Malzahn, uh, more so than Jimbo Fisher and several of the coaches, James Franklin. So I mean, he's done a great job with lesser talent, and now he comes to a place at Mississippi State where Mississippi State traditionally, well, over the last you know seven or eight years, they recruited in the mid to high 20s. He's going to have an opportunity now to field his most talented teams that he has had as a head football coach in Starkville, Mississippi. How about that? Most talented teams. You know, Jake, I mentioned this before we knew it was Leach. I guess you'd go back to yesterday's show, but I did say whoever the coach is that comes in there, because Moorhead and his staff had done a very good job recruiting, that stat of three straight top 25 recruiting classes in the rankings for the first time since they've been keeping them up. That's the first time it's ever happened at State. So somebody's going to come in there with a roster with good players. Yeah. So um, are you hearing anything, or do you get a feel for those guys who've already signed how – committed they are to continue and just go play for Coach Leach? Or do you think this, you know, we may see a few guys go, well, I want my release because I don't want to play there. I know. I know of one that's extremely excited, and I don't think he'd mind me saying it. It's Will Rogers. Yeah, I bet. He's extremely excited uh, because you got to think 
His first offer was Mike Leach in Washington State. Is that right? Yeah. His wow. first offer was Mike Leach in Washington State. Uh, you'd have to think Credit Gardner meant you for that. But you would have to think these guys stick around. And, Matt, with the remaining slots left open, you would have to think Leach goes and gets wide receivers. I know Gardner Minshew told me himself they ran 11 guys on and off the field at wide receiver his his year there. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to want, you know, a bigger wide receiver room, so to speak. How about that? What, they, do you, what do you think it means for Kylan Hill? I, look, if, if you go back and in the piece that I wrote, I went back and did my research on this. Mike Leach has had good running backs. Mm-hmm. If you go back to Texas Tech, he had a running back, Ricky Williams, not the Ricky that you guys played in the Cotton Bowl, but the yeah. other Ricky Williams. I remember there was a running joke about that. He was to, you know, his four years at Texas Tech, he was an 800 yard back. Multiple, you know, double digit touchdowns. You get into, uh, you know, 2016 at Washington State. Collectively, they ran for over 1,500 yards and 23 touchdowns. Gardner Minshew's year, they ran for over 1,024 touchdowns. Yeah. So if Kylan Hill comes back, I mean, he, he could have a monster year in Mike Leach's offense. I go back to that comment where somebody this past year asked uh, Mike Leach in one of his press conferences about the idea of being balanced on offense. And his quote was, I never get into this thing where people say, you know, to be balanced, you got to be 50% run and 50% pass. He said, to me, that's 50% stupid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) His thing was, balance means everybody touches the ball. He's looking at it from the perspective of how you defend it. What do you expect your show to be like this afternoon? Probably about like yours. I can't imagine that yours hasn't not been crazy. I mean, well, it has. I mean, it's just constant text, yeah. comments, and phone calls. I wanted to get you in here because, again, I, I just saw and you. I appreciate it. You, you tweeted that you were on it over the last 48 hours. You tweeted, he's got to hire Mike Leach. And then you retweeted the Lane Kiffin tweet where Lane Kiffin officially welcomes him to the Egg Bowl and to the SEC. I thought that was cool. I think it's great. I, I think it's too, great yeah. for the state of Mississippi. And, you know, to have two dynamic coaches – um, and we've had some dynamic coaches here, but two guys, I mean, Lane Kiffin and, and Mike Leach, when you talk about college game days and, and uh, you know, coverage on the national scene, both of these guys garner that competition, and now we've got it in Oxford and Starkville, which is yeah. amazing. Roger, I never did get around to this thing about Butch Jones that I promised I would mention. Oh, yeah, I wanted to remind you about that thing. About <laughs> All I was just going to say is that there was a there's a very prominent sports platform, and I'm not going to call names because he's a nice guy. But this is a big-time sports platform connected to a huge network that in the first few days after the job came open tweeted something that the top two replacements for Joe Moorhead include this guy and Butch Jones, the former Tennessee coach. Ah, I know what you speak of. It, it couldn't have possibly been more false. Butch Jones was never a candidate. He was never going to be considered to be a candidate. Now listen to this statement. Anybody on the current coaching staff at State had a better chance to get the head coaching job than Butch Jones did. Yet this platform tweeted that out there. It I just was go- shocked. That, I didn't mean to step on you. I was shocked that happened. And I, I agree with you. Anybody on that staff would have got it over him. So the point is this. Listen to Jake this afternoon. Let me repeat that. Listen to Jake this afternoon. Because... He knows what he's talking about and actually has sources and cares. Unlike about 90% of our media out there who are on your Twitter feed, unfollow the people who tweet that kind of crap and instead follow Jake Wimberly. He's at Jake Wim on Twitter. Jake, thank you, buddy. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you. I know it. See y'all tomorrow. See ya. You've been listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.